Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Taste of Dragons, the Toddcast, video game podcast that all you professors listen to. Uh, this week we'll be talking about Pokemon, uh, some Stadia and Half-Life news, uh, a topic that's going to be all about sofas, and then our Dragon of the Week is going to be a creator of a game you might have heard of, you know, possibly we might mention it today. We'll see. Does this game have Pikachu in it? Maybe. <gasps> or Eevee? Maybe. Ooh. Ooh. You never know. What could it be? Uh, you can Who? We'll find out later. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. I'm Joe. And uh, we have a very special guest this week, right, Troy? That's right. We have an actor, a language tutor, a friend of the podcast, and our uh, permanent resident Pokemon consultant expert. (laughs) 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 Let's give it up for Christian. Uh, Hey, man. Hey, man. How's it going? It's going well. I'm happy you're here. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. Cool. Are, yeah, 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 go for it. Are, are you like a Pokemon master that I've always heard of? Um, I try to be the very best. Like no one ever was? No one ever has been. Wait. <laughs> I thought I was the very best that no one has never been. <laughs> and then you met me. Oh, man. Glad you're on our podcast. I know, right? <laughs> now, Christian, you're, you're friends with Lewis, who is uh, one of the original dragons of this podcast. Yeah. Um, who? Yeah. <laughs> Dang, stings all the way in New York for him. Replaced him. Yeah, yeah. He's he's an OD, an original dragon. Oh, <laughs> oh. Now he's a dragon in the field. Yes, yes. <laughs> an OF. I don't know. Yeah, an, an OIF. Yeah. An OIF. <laughs> anyway, that didn't make any sense. Christian, yeah. So uh, you've been friends with Lewis for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, did you all study together, or or how? Yeah. Like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And you we, guys also met were friends. in college. Ah, nice. Uh, when did you know that you and Lewis were both uh, into video games? <laughs> so so Lewis used to always sit in the like break room uh-huh. where, where we went to school, and he never had anybody to talk to him. <laughs> and I'm a rather outgoing person. So I went and I sat down next to him, and I was like, hey, man. <laughs> He's going to love this episode. Oh. Yeah. And then I saw him reading a comic book, and he lent me comic books, and then I started reading comic books. Nice. And then from their video games and whatnot. Opened up. So yeah. Lewis is your pity wow. friend, is what you're saying. <laughs> he's become so much more okay. than that. But he started out as a pity friend. Absolutely hey. not. I like to be friends <laughs> with everybody. I, I've been that person. I used to take my lunches in the car because I just Aww. didn't like have anyone to talk to. Well, it's fine. <laughs> we go to the car, eat my, my Dairy Queen <laughs> with a little that, that hot dog chili thing I, they have. It's like that one so scene in Mean anymore. Girls. <laughs> What's that? That one scene in Mean Girls. That's me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to be that person. Really? Like, I wanted to go sit by myself and just play a video game and read a comic book, but it was impossible to do. Oh, no, I'm so popular. No, it has nothing to do with that. It had to do with just being surrounded by people all the time. Maybe, maybe you're interrupting Lewis, enjoying his lunch. You know, you ever think about that? I mean, we still Mr. talk. Popular. <laughs> well, uh, that's awesome of you. Yeah, you two are, are definitely like a, a fun uh, like package deal, I think, when, uh, when yeah. I first met Lewis. I also then knew about you so it was a uh, it was cool to see that your friendship has uh, permeated beyond uh, school and into gaming itself mm-hmm. and uh continuing so but right we want on. you to remember who invited you to the podcast right <laughs> right I this mean. is true this is true it was troy <laughs> Lu- lewis had his chance yeah he did he did, he did. <laughs> you hear that lewis you blew it <laughs> we're stealing your friend yo <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, wait 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 no no you can have him back <laughs> 
Oh. It's okay. He's a better well, Pokemon trainer than I am. I can't deal with this. <laughs> so that we could all share you. You shouldn't That's right. be exclusive That's right. just to anybody. Yeah, it was interesting because I, I knew you played games. We had talked about games before. Well, you know, whenever you're at the parties or any other time that we get a chance to see you. And then uh, Troy came up to me. He's like, hey, you know, Lewis, uh, Christian's like really into Pokemon, right? <laughs> I was like, I mean, I'm sure he is. He's like, no, no, no. He is in it. <laughs> like we started talking. He just started rattling off stats and people and things. And I was just like, what was going on? <laughs> I was like, oh, well, that's that's a good uh, it's a good choice. And then during that conversation, you texted me again about the classifications of Charizard. And I was like, see? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we're like, we got to get him on the show. I was like, sold. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm glad to have you here with us and, uh, you know, maybe talk about some Pokemon, some other games with you. So welcome to the show. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, speaking of games, let's get into them. Do, 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 do. What are you playing? All right. So, uh, you know, I'll start us off this week. You know, I've. Uh, I've been playing a, a variety of games recently. And, a, a bouquet. Uh, a bouquet, if you will. And uh, this week I actually settled on a, an older game that I used to play uh, called Eco. E-C-O. I thought, I thought you were going to say life. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, it is basically life, the game. Is it? Um, it's basically what if Minecraft... Uh, you could get together and vote in a government. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and things that you did had consequences on the environment. Uh. Right? <laughs> Sounds fun, doesn't it? <laughs> Sounds like the past three years, am I right? So I actually kickstarted this game way back when. Okay. And um, I, I went in for like the alpha access. I was like, oh, you know, I believe in this game. Let's go for it. Uh, and it's one of the few games that actually also released after it was completed uh, or, you know, it, it, it was, com- you know, the kickstarting uh, funding was correct. And so I was like, oh, this actually released. I'm going to get into this. And so I started playing it. And, uh, you know, this was maybe about a year or so ago. I played it and it was kind of bare bones. Um, it had its voting system in so you could actually vote in your government. So everybody who's playing on your server could run for office. And then you oh. actually can click on it and it'll take you to a web portal that you can vote on a government like who runs it and then those people that you have in your government can vote in laws so you can be like all right well um i don't want people to you know you can like do like zoning laws so like hey this is an old growth forest i don't want anybody to be cutting in this so people can vote whether you want them to or not that's fun and is this you, a role-playing game uh like, it's are it's, you campaigning it's, here you can yeah like if, if it's a big enough server yeah what what yeah. What is? What is <laughs> because everything you do in the game has consequences. So, like, say you uh-huh. are um, you're digging into the land, you're getting iron, right? So, uh, you bring the iron up and you make it into uh, to like an iron ingot. Okay. Uh, but the iron ingot has a um, has like um, has an environmental factor to it. So, there's a thing that's called tailings, which are which are bad for the environment. So, you have to bury them underground, otherwise it causes pollution that wrecks the, the water, so fish will no longer migrate or even live there. It'll kill off the surrounding land, and if somebody is polluting too much, then you, it starts killing off the, the planet that you're on. But if you run for office and win, and you're pro-pollution... You can you, just leave those things right on top of the soil. Exactly. If your server wants to be pro-pollution, you can absolutely do that. Uh, you can also what cause... What is the name of this game again? Eco. 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 E-C-O. And you can, other things can cause air pollution. Is, is this a clicky-clicky game? Are you a third-person person? What's uh, going it's on? It's first person. It's, it's Minecraft. It's first person? Yeah, it's Minecraft. 
I'm so confused. Yeah. It's what if Minecraft had uh, consequences for everything that you did? Right, right. So, so yeah, that was. I've been playing that game. I've been playing on a new server. Do you yeah. see other people in the real world? Yep. Yeah, you see other also people. Also mining. Also mining. They also have their own towns, or not their own towns, their own, because uh, you can claim land, so that way mm-hmm. only you can build on this land. So you have other people in, in your world that also are claiming their land. You can all band together and, and make stores and sell people other things. You have specialties. This sounds ambitious and oh, it very is. impressive. This, this sounds is. like a bunch of people from the World Health Organization like pretended to be another company and then made a video game. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the original premise of this game was, you know, cause a lot of people were playing Minecraft and like, well, I wanted, they wanted to teach children what the environmental impact mm. of you oh, right. playing Minecraft would actually be. Mm-hmm. So, hey, yeah, it's great that you can mine all this iron, but uh, you are now causing air pollution and you are now... Wow making it so that their planet's dying. And then to add on a little bit of a sense of urgency to it as well, uh, there's also a comet that's coming down to Earth Yikes. To, to destroy it, or Ugh. whatever your planet is. So you, ha- so you have 30 days in order to develop um, like lasers or whatever it you is. You have 30 oh. days to combat in it. order to craft Bruce Willis yeah. to send him <laughs> to that comet. Bruce Willis, it. Ben Affleck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Aerosmith. That's right. You gotta I make hope sure you have enough ingots. I know. <laughs> One of you better look like Liv Tyler. <laughs> um, that sounds actually pretty amazing. It is. All jokes aside, that sounds really awesome. It is. And it's been constantly evolving and they've been adding new things to it. So before, when I played like a year ago, everything was just stone. And I was like, all right, that's fine. Uh, but now that I've, I started playing it again this week, they have like sandstone, they have shale, they have wow. they have all the different types of rocks, and they all did make different things as well. Right. And they've they've added vehicles, which also cause air pollution. I just, so I just noticed that you really like rocks. Last week was all about mining rocks. This <laughs> yeah. week's all about mining rocks. It, it's actually because of Minecraft Earth that I'm playing yeah. this game again. Uh, are all right. your Pokemon rock type? <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> if we're playing rock, paper, scissors, which do you choose? I don't know. What did you win the uh, the Wyver belt with? Rock. Rock should always win. <laughs> rock should always win. Rock should always win. Doesn't it make should. sense. I still can't believe you won the Wyver right. belt with rock. Everybody else chose scissor. That's right. I know the odds. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was the game I've been playing this week. Eco. 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 It's awesome. Nice. It's still in beta because it is very ambitious. <laughs> cool. So uh, how about you, Troy? What did you play this week? I continued playing a video game called Death Stranding. What? Made from that Metal Gear guy, Hideo Kojima. Uh, I'm barreling down, continuing to try and get through uh, the whackness that is that game. It is crazy in all the right ways. Um, but I haven't been able to beat it because it's, it got me in the way that I think the creator wanted it to. Meaning... I have not done any, I've played it maybe for the past maybe five hours of gameplay. I haven't done one single story mission or side mission. Nothing story related, nothing content related at all. All I've been doing, and, and this is a game where you get to, uh, you know, you want to get from point A to point B and you have to traverse a, a rugged landscape to do so. And the more you play, uh, the more you can put things into the world to make them easier to traverse, a bridge, a ladder. But when you put down those bridges or ladders, they show up in other people's games to make their gameplay easier. That concept aside, I spent five hours not doing anything in the story, just building a highway for my fellow gamers. Nice. A legit highway that you can that you can drive on that not only... Get to you from one place to the other safely, 
but also doesn't drain the energy of your vehicles or like the gas of your vehicles. And it has been monumental because you have to figure, you have to get all these materials to the next leg of, of your highway. But then you have to figure, how do I carry these materials? Because there's so much, you can't do it on your back. It's too much. Then you're like, well, I need something like a truck. I don't own a truck. So the game, <laughs> I've pretty much made my own game where I have to go into like a bandit camp, distract them. I like would take a, a cargo. The bandits love to grab your, your, your uh, packages. So I would bring out a package. They care about the packages more than you. And I would run into their camp and just throw a package at them. <laughs> like like bait. Just throw it at them. And I was like, cool, package, 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 package. They run after the package. And then I ran and stole their truck. <laughs> and then I got the truck out of the area and then loaded it up with all the metals and ceramics and all the things that I need to build the highway. And then use the highway that I'm making to get to the next leg use all my materials, run out, and go to different areas, distribution centers, the distribu- distribution, cent- distribution, distribution centers, thank yeah. you, um, finding uh, just any, any way I can, metals and, and things all over the land to just pull them together to continue making this road. And that's all I've been doing. <laughs> the most gratifying part about it is once you make a road, you get recognized by everyone who uses that road in other games. They can either physically like you, like sit, like sit there and actually press a button to like say thanks, or just by driving in it, you get uh, notified that someone is using something you've made, mm-hmm. and all of that, um, all those likes, uh, attribute to your experience in the game. So I have skyrocketed over the last <laughs> couple <of> days, <laughs> like insanely. One of my friends is playing it, and he's a certain level. He's been playing longer than me. He's like. He's like five chapters ahead of me. <laughs> I'm a higher level than him just because of these roads, <laughs> this, this highway that I've been making. Mm-hmm. I, I love the idea of like a game that teaches people about infrastructure. <laughs> I feel like if they can make one that teaches people about like transportation and about housing, I, I'm really interested to see what future voters look like. Well, <laughs> they bring up like a complex issue and they're like, oh no, it's, I play Death Stranding. I understand this. It's <laughs> close to eco. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of like the same premise. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you know, you're just trying to hey, make sure you know, you, you know what your environmental impact is and you try to help out your other fellow players. Same type of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's teaching a great lesson uh, in, in a nice game gamified way uh so yeah sorry i didn't finish it i thought i would but hey this highway isn't going to build itself and apparently no one else is it's like come on why is it all on me i guarantee you like people who see that are just like oh my god jackpot <laughs> i think people are gonna sorry, go ahead. i have a question yes do people see you building it no because that would be amazing <laughs> If you could just sit at home, watch your TV as a guy with a truck is building a highway, I'm just, I would just be sitting there with popcorn, maybe put on some music and just watch the guy and watch the highway slowly just get built hauling. and be the first one to go, thanks. <laughs> go deliver my packages. I'm, I'm imagining there are people playing where that's only partially built as they're driving on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that's... And That's amazing. Off. Well, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, at one point, I, I built a leg of it, and it just—it's like a—it uh, goes up above the land. It's elevated, and it literally stops. <laughs> so you could just drive off. I'm and sure then, someone did. And then I was like, I need to finish this right now. <laughs> I need to finish this immediately, and yeah. just you know worked my butt off to get all the materials together. Yeah, the environmental yeah. impact of this. <laughs> oh my god, I'm going to be killing so many of myself. <laughs> I'm hoping people will get impressed when they drive by and like, oh, cool, this road was nice. It was made by this person. 
person. And they get to the next leg, they're like, same person? And the next leg's like, same person? Uh, okay, yeah, you know what? Well done. Thanks, That's man. why it should be a thing that you could just sit down and watch the guy build. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't see yeah. other players playing the no, game? it's implied that they're in the world, but you don't actually see them. Because you're all the same person. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so... I hope to beat that game by th- this time next week because there's other things I want to play <laughs> that um, you all are going to be talking about. You did beat that game. Oh, really? <laughs> did you I? Built saying, you, you built That's your own. <laughs> you, built, you beat your own game. Yeah. But the sad part is I got to a new area and there's a bunch of more roads to make. <laughs> I'm like, no, I get it now. <laughs> They're going to make an achievement for you. <laughs> build your One own highway. Ugh, yeah. It's fun, though. That game is it's fun in a very unique way. Good, good, good. Nice, nice. And now, um, I believe a game that the rest of you guys have been playing, but uh, Christian, you've been playing it. I mean, you're the Pokemon master. So, uh, so what's going on with you? Um, so I got it midnight on when it came out, and I got the bundle pack with my friend that I never did the... When you get the bundle pack, they, they give you like a code to be able to raid like a baby pseudo-legendary. Never what? did it. Just never got around to it. Yeah. You don't need to because this game has 400 Pokemon almost <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> um, but so far, I am very much enjoying it. Great. Um, it seems to be the most... Because every Pokemon game, everybody here has played Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point in the game, it stops becoming about getting all the badges and being the... the the champion and it becomes team rocket wants to take over the world oh, you're yeah. 10 years old oh, yeah. you need to do something <laughs> gotta do something this game the adults are like no the adults will handle this <laughs> and that from when the first time someone did that my my jaw dropped in amazement because i'm like finally <laughs> a place where people make sense <laughs> or i can literally just be 11 and that's fine like an earthquake happens and i'm like oh this is the part of the game where they're gonna make me yeah. go and that Nope. <laughs> the two older people in the air, like the yeah. two, they're like young, they're like twenty somethings. They're like, no, we're gonna go take care of it. You right. go to the next gym, buddy. You, you, you know why that's scary? It's why? Because we're those people. <laughs> we are the ones telling the kids hey, in real life. It's hey, don't okay. handle it. We're gonna figure <laughs> okay. it out, and then they leave, and they're like, "What are we gonna do?" <laughs> yeah. So. I only have this electric dog. <laughs> right. He's the cutest. Okay, so are you playing Pokemon Sword or Shield right now, or both? I'm playing Sword, but I plan okay. on playing Shield as well. Okay, great. And uh, what was the starter Pokemon that you decided to go with? I went with Grookey. Grookey? Now, what, yes. what drew you to, to the grass-type Grookey over Water Sobble and Fire Bunny? Um, so, I was originally Team Fire Bunny. Yeah. Because I thought he looked like Bugs Bunny, and then Surfetched would be Daffy Duck. And <gasps> you just, I name all you just... my I name my Pokemon. So okay, like I that's what that's that where later. I was gonna go. Yeah, Pokemon <laughs> mm-hmm. for life. Yeah, but then when I saw the evolutions, I've always yeah. loved gorillas, and yeah. I had a feeling he was gonna be a gorilla. Right. But if the bunny was cool enough, right, I would have gone for the bunny. But the bunny, it's still. Cool. Oh, don't mess it up for me. It's still cool. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> but I prefer the gorilla so much more. I've got the right weird on, right ad- adolescent hoodie right now where he's like super emo and he puts his hands in his pocket. <laughs> well, he has, he's wearing a sweater. He is. Like, I, he, there's no, I saw my, my girlfriend chose the bunny. Yeah. And I saw her camping with him and I saw him tuck his hands into yeah. the pocket of his hoodie. And I'm yep. like, yeah. so he's, 
That's not a skin flap. He didn't that, grow he's that. He's wearing a sweater. He found a sweater. <laughs> yeah. I'm and okay like, with that. I prefer like, that. He's yeah. like the size of a person, too. So I feel like you should just be able to like, hey, I'm going shopping. I'm just going to bring my score bunny with me. Like, you wear my old clothes. And, then <laughs> and another thing I like in this game is you see almost every single Pokemon, if not every single Pokemon, you see them. Like, next to people. I, I had a weird moment with that mechanic, especially when they're in the wild and you can see them in the mo- in the wild, where I was just, like, minding my business, and then they just, like, swarmed and attacked me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not even in the tall grass. A bunch of baby pandas go, hey, what are you doing? Five of them run at you. <laughs> and you're not faster. <laughs> no. Not at all. No. But I was amazed as to how short Charizard is. <laughs> Charizard's like 5'7". He's much bigger in the cartoon. I think, well, the cartoon, the main character's a 10-year-old. Yeah, but even the other people in the cartoon. True. It's not just a rat ash. Yeah. They might have done, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, no, he's, kind, he's quite small in the movie, though, the Pokemon movie. I don't. Oh. He's I don't, like the same. He's a little taller than the human. I think man. he's a lot. He's I know he's I the shortest of the original three. In the arena, he's pretty big. I was gonna say the re- the arena part yeah. of it, where the the poison, you know, like the R gas gets out. He looks pretty big Gnarly. in that sequence. And and then like what makes Gar- Gyarados look that like that that Magikarp did not look that big until he gets yeah. broken out of that thing. Like, what well, damn that Magikarp's huge. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like I never really thought about how oh. big Magikarps are. Oh, you're talking about the Pokemon movie? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, right. yeah. I think they did that to. I think it just looks better if Charizard's just a tad bit bigger. Yeah. Okay. yeah. As opposed to the size of me. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Can you very quickly give us the setup for this uh, game? Like, wh- wh- why are you getting Pokemon in this one? Um. So, it starts off, and this is the first game where you don't really have a backstory. Like, usually he's like the new kid in town. Right. Or whatever. It's a. It's implied that he's lived here his whole life. Okay. Um, you even call your mom mum because right. this game's based off. Yeah, England. Britain. Yeah. The Galar region is how <laughs> I say it in my head. The Galar. Yeah. Um, so your best friend is like, "Hey, my 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 big brother is the champion. Uh-huh. I want to go beat him." And you're like, "I guess I'll do that too." There's no <laughs> and real there you reason. Go. It's Pokemon. like you're That's ten it. years old. You're, the thing you do is. Yeah. If you Although, think, if you I think you're older. If, if you think about one. it, okay. it's kind of terrible mm-hmm. because your neighbor, your best friend for your entire life has always right. wanted to be the best Pokemon trainer. Like his brother. And every time you run into him in the game, you're leagues better than he is <laughs> and you don't even care about it. <laughs> you're just like, yeah, I, just, I was just following it because you're going this way. Also, uh, I won. <laughs> also, uh, you're trash. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I wish there was an option where you could like lose on purpose to be like, no, man, you're the best. <laughs> you push him in the mud before you leave. <laughs> um are there a few uh, original things from this game that you like uh, versus the other? What are some new things that, that are really cool that they've added? Or are there some things that they've just made so much better in this new version than others? Well, I think it's That's... a lot more of those. Okay. That, um, what, but what I'm sure there's... Out? Okay. So, okay. So the thing that's new, yeah. but it's also an implementation of of making something better is the wild area. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about what I wanted to say about the wild area because mm-hmm. it's the best mm-hmm. it's the oh, new yeah. thing about this game. I think the it's not so much that it's an area where you find wild Pokemon. I think that the area itself is wild because every oh. few hours the biomes change. So a patch of grass what? that might have been a, a couple pandas, a couple panchans, yeah. 
might all of a sudden be like a few ghastlies or Seriously? something. Or just Vulpexes. Yeah. I or, didn't yeah. know that. Every three or four yeah. hours, you'll be walking around and all of a sudden there's a snowstorm. And what was once a Machamp walking around all beefy oh, is now like a Vanilla Deluxe. <laughs> so I explored that yeah. area and I didn't really explore that area yet. You need like probably a couple weeks. Oh my god. You need Because weather and time. Mm-hmm. Oh and my god. Pokemon. I haven't and left then it yet. And water Pokemon. Oh. And-, and you don't even get to the water Pokemon until... Like after the sixth gym, when your bike is given a water attachment. Oh, okay. Because you can fish. Yeah, can I, fish. I got a bunch yeah. of them from fishing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got a, you you could fish a lot. Yeah. I got my magic carp. Same. <laughs> yeah. I, I sat into that that between what is it root? Uh, yeah, I think it was root two where mm-hmm. there's that little little watering hole that's constantly mm-hmm. popping up. I'm like, well, I just sat there for like an hour, and <laughs> until I ran out of pokeballs, I did not leave that area. Which I felt really dumb about because I was like, I don't even know how I'm going to get more of these things. Like, I've I just used all of the Pokeballs I had. I need, I need to get you more Pokemon. <laughs> and the next area I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, oh, good. Is. I have the ability to buy them now. Here, take all my money, which I almost spent on denim jeans. <laughs> and then I thought about it and I was like, ah, I, I don't need to be wearing clothes I wear in real life. This is fine. I just need more Pokeballs. That's, an, that's another thing. Um, so in this game, you are given, they, they take the gym challenging thing very seriously in this one, probably more so than any other game beforehand. And mm-hmm. they... I feel like all like the time that didn't go into the wild area went into gyms mm. and a lot. And like, so they kind of combined what was in sun and moon, like the trials you do that right before you fight the gym leader. Okay. But they're so much better. They're gotcha. like puzzles. Yeah, they're, For those they're, who didn't do Sun and Moon. Yeah. I was, I was about to say, yeah. That, that, yeah. And Sun and Moons were fun because it was different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. It, was, yeah. it was just a nice change up. I right. will say though, for the cha- all the change ups in this game, I truly didn't realize, so while playing Hey hey You, Pikachu, and, and Eevee, while playing that, I spent all that time going, I really love this. I love catching Pokemon. This is really fun, but it's missing something. And it was the fight system. Mm. And then day one, as soon as I went back to fighting Pokemon, I'm like, I don't... I don't want to make them faint. I just want to catch them and move on. I'm not. I'm not a fan of fighting Pokemon anymore. Right, I, right. Just, I just want to go back to that peaceful world where you just throw a Pokeball. I don't. I don't know what's happening. That's why I put they them to you sleep. It, you can. You can decide to either just run away when they touch you, or yeah. you can throw a Pokeball at them and or beat them down a little bit and then throw a Pokeball yeah. at them. That's but generally it, what I do. However, there's a there's trees where you shake them to get berries. Yes. Yeah. To make, yes. To make curry with. Yes. Every now and then. You shake the berry tree and a mother effing squirrel yes. jumps on your head. He's the one I stomp. Because <laughs> he makes it so you can't pick up the berries afterwards. Aww. They're not there no more. I realized recently, though, that not all the berries get taken. Yeah, oh. only some. Oh. So if you get like, I don't know their names, strawberries, bananas, mangoes, pineapples, it'll say some other Pokemon took the pineapples. You picked up the other berries. Oh. So they only choose one and they take them. And then you choose the Man. rest. Uh, but it's speaking. fun. It's like a. It's like a. Uh, I don't. I don't. I, I, I had a metaphor and now it's gone. But it's <laughs> one of those things where you want to get as many berries as possible. But every time you shake it, you're like, "Well, this oh, could yeah. be the one. This could be the one with the squirrel." <laughs> so you can shake it twice and be like, "Okay, I'm safe. I'll take the ba- all of the berries." Or you can be like, "Let me see if I can shake it seven times." <laughs> oh, it's gambling. I, oh, it's stop, gambling. I, I stop between berry numbers, so it's between seven and ten. Like if I've done four shakes and I'm at eight, I'm like, I'm 
I get too many berries. That's that's too good to be true. So I leave. I have yet to be able to take berries because I'm like, well, that's one more shake. (laughs) I'm trying to see how many times it'll happen and and see if I can work out the statistics of how many times you could do it. Because I don't really care about having those berries. If I cook something, it's. I mean, I was given so many random things in this game. Like I'll make curry from whatever the hell else I've got in my pockets. I'm fine. Right. I feel like this says a lot about everyone's individual personality. Is like how many how many berry shakes do you do? Right. Yeah. I'm about statistics, man. I feel like I will get it down sooner or later. And I'm working out how many times you have to how much you have to beat something down to be able to throw a pokeball at it i'll throw a pokeball at anything almost the first thing i will do is throw a pokeball just to see what level it is what it is if it'll stay in the pokeball like i I just it's all statistics i love it so the (laughs) amount of shakes that you do joe is too many many. (laughs) that's correct shake 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 senora wow who can tell me about curry um so I've I've been trying. Did you know that there's classifications to your curry? I know there's a curry dex, like which a makes ranking. me smile. Oh I mean, yeah, yeah, you can have good curry or bad curry, and so there's different five colors. Yeah. Give Give me a tip on how to make the curry right. Am I fanning too much? I think okay. So if you use your, <laughs> sometimes I play with the GameCube controller. Yeah. Oh, okay. But some, but um, it's easier to to do do the camping with the nun with the nunchucks. Yeah, the Wiimotes. Uh, so like the joy cons by themselves <laughs> i yeah, think so and this is what i've game on out. the tv individual mm-hmm. joy cons or like the, the game docked in front of you right That's, okay. yeah i do that i'll just take them off the thing because mm-hmm. if you're if gotcha. you're gonna play with the pokemon in any way or, or make curry or camp it if you're camping it seems better take the joy cons off because oh. every motion you do with the joy cons is so much easier when really? they're not attached you can't throw oh, the ball right. yeah. in handheld mode nope. oh, I, I could do that I couldn't get it to throw the ball. Yeah. How? In handheld? You can press a button. Yeah. It does it drop it or does it throw it? It throws it. I didn't get like a big throw, but I threw it. It it throws. You gotta hold the button down, let go. Okay. I did not. Thank you. I didn't realize you could do it because anytime I had the ball, it literally just dropped it, or or it (laughs) would like still getting happy. Yeah. They were still happy. It's true. (laughs) But the ball would be like so far away that I didn't understand. I'm like, I didn't throw that. It's just sitting over there. How do I get it back? Are you gonna bring it? You're not gonna bring it, are you? Well, I've got this other thing to wave at you. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm down for some Joy Cons though. But um, but the Joy Con thing. What I realized, I think last night, is I looked down as I was cooking. And the fan was getting, like, it was, I was using the fan better towards the fire if I was looking down towards the logs. Hmm. And like the fire, like you'll you'll notice right. when the fire is is going right when your your monkey is in the back clapping for you <laughs> because he he it's starting to look good. <laughs> okay. And by monkey you mean cool ass fire bunny, right? Yeah. And by cool ass fire bunny you mean the guy's not crying anymore, right? <laughs> sure. Right. right, right, right. Okay. Good. Because I love my sabal. <laughs> he just learned um, your something starter. Called... <laughs> your he's partner beautiful. Pokemon. Um, Mandy, could you tell uh, us about the multiplayer? And whatever experience oh my with that. gosh Troy and I wanted to do one of the the little beams of light together what the are they raids. called the raids, the raids. The raids. Yeah. and I'm like we're gonna we're gonna sit down and we're gonna raid we got some time it's we spent two hours and could not for the life of us get it to work one of us was on internet the other one was not on internet one of us had a Nintendo uh, uh, live or whatever it's called the paid service Nintendo one Plus. of us didn't uh-huh. and then it was just like okay well we're both on local so we'll both go into the thing and then we'll put in the friend code and then then that, that didn't work and then we were like okay well, we'll get off of local because go even though we're internet. literally sitting next to each other we'll go to the internet we'll both turn it on and i i put out a sign try to find the sign what we eventually did but we we <laughs> finally got it's- to raid and then we were in it with four people the first guy to hit the pokemon killed him entirely and it was over <laughs> 
<laughs> we got I got to catch the Pokemon and then uh, I was like okay I'm done for the night <laughs> so, you know, let's put it this way the raid itself was you figuring it out <laughs> yes. oh. and that took you two hours oh. and then you caught it so you know you, it was a fruitful two yeah. hours is what you're saying yeah. that's oh. what did you catch though I don't remember uh, I some, think it was a Caterpie it wasn't bug. even like yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I see I didn't I have yet to try to play with anybody else that I know, but yeah. I the first beam of light I saw so I actually got to start playing this morning. I've only played it for a little bit beforehand and then I didn't do anything productive until this morning. Yeah. So I, I got to one of those beams of light and I'm like, I don't know what this is and it's like, Oh, it's like a, a raid thing. You need people to help you. I was like, how how does anybody do that? I don't have anybody here to help you know, screw it. I'm gonna do it with one and, and all my things are gonna die, but at least I'll see how cool yeah, this is. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and it's like you got three minutes to find people on the internet. I'm like, okay, cool. I don't have anybody. It's fine. <laughs> three minutes are up and I'm like, okay, cool, we're still gonna do this thing. I'm gonna get trounced by this by Dynamax thing. And then it's like, we found people for you to play with. Like, what, what do you mean you found what? people to play with? You made me sit here for three minutes and said, nobody liked me to play with me. Like, okay. It's like three people with Japanese names. I'm like, sweet. Yeah. I am about this life. We start playing none of, I am a higher level than they are. Really? Which is not good because I am really, really not high leveled in this. There's like level 16 Sobble that wow. I've told it twice now. I don't want to make better. Yeah. Do not right. evolve him. He does not look better evolved. Oh, no. I kept my Grookey till level 33. I refuse. I'm Aww. not evolving Sobble. I have seen okay. what he looks like after this level this is the only cute level i can't go mm -hmm. any further than this. but so we get into this thing and it's a giant stuffle and i'm like i can't even man i don't know what to do with this and then it's like do you want to make your thing dynamax like sure, sure. <laughs> do you do this without doing that yes the answer is yes you can do it without dynamaxing it you shouldn't but you can <laughs> so the, the game dynamax like, makes do it, it a giant a giant crying sad <laughs> sobble <laughs> <laughs> a, cry, a giant whiner baby that Aww. is just like I don't you can see the terror in his little watery eyes <laughs> he did not want to be doing what he was doing so thank thank goodness one dude had a Snorlax so that took a lot of the brunt of a lot of hits that oh, poor person dude. their Pokemon died during it like it Aww. fainted and I felt bad because I don't even know do you get points if they faint I don't know I don't know how this works all I know is that my guy was still alive at the end I could catch the stuff which is adorable not big anymore not as exciting when they're not big and and then when i walked away i was like and you gave me like a lot of xp <laughs> i still have no idea what i did but i cried a lot <laughs> sobble cried the whole time it was the best and at some point in the middle he turned back to being small and i was like oh, i don't it know it only how lasts for three oh, turns yeah. um, and, it, yep. and if you die you can still catch the pokemon that's awesome well, mm -hmm. i did one after that and the four of us the pokemon hit us once and three of us died and then there was one guy that was like way over leveled and then he killed it by himself and we all still got the oh, pokemon this. okay so you i don't can feel raid by yourself though yeah because the game gives you npcs that's cool uh, did, have you guys done any of the surprise uh trading yes okay mm. i i didn't know the it's amazing so it's amazing because I'm a really low level and until I have a whole ton of Sarfetch to make to like I, as soon as I catch a lot of Sarfetch this is what I'm going to be doing with them <laughs> surprise trading because as a very low level player I have been getting surprise traded things that are much higher they are not oh. really cool great awesome Pokemon they're not new but like at a level 16 I've been getting sent things that are level like 60 and 30 and whatever and I can't play with right. them because they're too they're they too high to, to this point, listen. and they're not going to listen yeah. anyway. So it's literally, it, but it's cool. Mm -hmm. People are surprised trading things that are way better. And you're filling me. the decks. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. It's fantastic. So, Joe, what is surprise trading? How does this work? Okay, so uh, when when you're going to when you go into your uh, multiplayer menu, uh, one of the options you can have is turn on the internet or do it locally. 
but you randomly choose a Pokemon from your box. You choose the Pokemon that you're willing to surprise trade. And it truly is exactly what it says. You don't know what you're getting, but you know what you're giving. And the game will then spend the time you are in the game, pending on where you are, will be how fast it goes. Because uh, people will trade with you, essentially. And, and surprise trading is the game finding another person who's willing to trade with you. Hmm. I, there's, I, don't know, I don't know the math behind it. don't know how it works. But all I know is that the first time I did it, it took the game two hours to do the trade. Because wow. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. And then as soon as that one trade was done, I could do it probably every other minute. For the hmm. next half an hour, I yeah. traded like probably 15 things. Just every other minute, there was somebody who's willing to trade. Nice. And you got all sorts of garbage, and you got all sorts of not so garbage. It was I pretty cool. I got a Charmander today. Oh, it's awesome. Nice. It's my favorite. I got a Wilmer this morning, and I was like, I was beyond excited. I was like, is that a Wilmer? Oh, my God. He's going to be so big. <laughs> so, uh, Christian, on this podcast, we like to rate, rate things on a measure of sandwiches. Yes. Um, one sandwich being like a kind of paisley, whatever your idea of a bad sandwich is. Maybe some bread and like moldy cheese. And then like a five would be like your perfect sandwich. Um, on a scale, on a sandwich scale of one to five, where would you put Pokemon and what would that sandwich be? Ooh. What? <laughs> I think the what would that sandwich be is probably the more interesting part of that question. So the number is easy. I think it's so far, I think it's my favorite that I've played. Okay. Like nice. in years. Mm-hmm. Um but I think it's like so. I think it's like four sandwiches. Okay. okay. And a sandwich. I don't know. <laughs> is it like like a pita? Is it like a double decker? Is so it like a, a ciabatta? A ciabatta. Like a hot sandwich, cold sandwich. What kind of bread okay, so are we like looking a, at it's here? It's like a focaccia. Ooh. Ooh. It's like a focaccia. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, um, little bit of that meat on there. It has yeah. sun dried tomatoes. Ooh. Oh. Some pesto. Ooh. Uh, some spicy salami. Oh my goodness. It does sound good. That's a good sandwich. I'm I hungry. Hate that sandwich. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, so look out for Pokemon, the fashada of <laughs> video games. <laughs> I love whenever I see that because I just don't know how to pronounce it. So yeah. I just go, the, the F bread. I don't know. That <laughs> one. You've got to be careful where you ask for the F bread. <laughs> hey. You got you may get some other things. They can take it however they want to take it. Uh, you will take it however I know. they want to <laughs> give it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. So, uh, all right. Well, uh very nice. So uh, good Pokemoning for all of you guys, yeah. though. Yeah. Successful Pokemon week. I'm glad you are playing it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like one day I'll I get there. I just got to the 8th gym. Yeah? Yeah. I just beat the 8th gym. And it okay. Was, it was a lot of fun. But it took me a long time to get there. Yeah. As it should. Yeah. I'm cool. still in the wild area as of the first, like, <laughs> as of this morning when I got there. I haven't left there. I'm not going to. I have spent a long, a lot of time in the I wild love area, it. too. I love that area so much. And when it's you get so the cool. bike. And the wild area is bigger than that area. Oh, yes. It's twice as big. Yes. I, awesome. I got to get to Route 5. That's that's where I hear Surfetched is at. That's where I need to go. But it's going to take so long to get there. That's fine. And that's what the that's what this game is about. It's, it's about the journey. It's mm-hmm. not about the end. Mm-hmm. As long as you have a Surfetched on your team. <laughs> Darn right. I mean, Mine yeah, obviously. <laughs> All right, now let's uh, let's move on to some news. News, 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 news. Sure. <laughs> uh, so let's uh, let's unfortunately start with some sad news. Uh, Troy, you have some sad news for us. Yeah. So this week, Brad McQuaid, uh, who is uh, one of the key designers of EverQuest, passed away at the age of fifty-one. Um, he was one of the lead programmers, designers, and really that was uh, his baby. Um, and EverQuest is obviously one of the highestly successful, uh, massive multiplayer on game. Launched that genre pretty much, or really brought it to a forefront in it a did. way that. Yep. Uh, 
no other games had before. Um, so yeah, so you know, one day he will be uh, our dragon of the week. Um, but for this week, we're just going to say thanks uh, That's right. for everything he's contributed, not just to EverQuest, but to the games industry and the world thereof beyond mm-hmm. it. Yeah, thank you very much, sir. And uh, so let's let's move on to the rest of the news. Uh, Stadia launched this week. I'm sure everybody knew that already. Uh, I'm, I'm sure like two of you were like <laughs> pining for that. Wait, Stadia. the question isn't that uh, if people knew, it was if people cared. Yeah, huh. I, I think those are still in the same circle. Like, <laughs> I cared about the technology. Yeah. The idea yeah. Oh. of a cloud-based streaming game service sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, I just think it's a a bad look for you if your initial launch the week beforehand was like, all right, we're launching next week. We're going to have 12 games right. that you still have to play, pay for, right. but you still also have to pay us for a subscription. Right. Uh, so they got a lot of bad news for that or a lot of right. bad press. So two days before it launched, like, oh, uh, here's 10 more. It's like, okay, yeah, so it's like, okay, so you have 22. Again, I still yeah. have to pay for. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a hard sell. I mean, you're not paying for a box, so the the price for it is much cheaper than buying like even a Switch. It's cheaper than the Switch. Yeah, but it is a service subscription that you'll be paying every month. How much and, is it? Uh, I think it's ten dollars. Ten dollars. Yeah. Ten dollars a month. And um and but then again, the also the games the lineup they have are a lot of games that if you're into games you've already played yeah <laughs> so so really we talked about this when we talked about the stadia is the stadia isn't for in my opinion isn't for people with a big console correct it's for people without a big console so if you were um too young to purchase these games before and you don't have a console then mm. this would be a good, good new option for you if you wanted something on the lower end of right. the budget um or if um you didn't play very often and you wanted you didn't want to put the money down for a console but you still wanted to play like Mortal Kombat it's like oh I don't want to buy Mortal Kombat and a PlayStation that would be impossible mm-hmm. uh, that would be very expensive but if I only wanted to play Mortal Kombat and I just didn't own it already this would be like oh another 50 bucks and then I can play it in my own house that'd be great so I just don't think that's anyone at the table which is unfortunate <laughs> we just don't have a perspective to share with y'all <laughs> correct correct I wanted to do it I really wanted to do it so bad I just at Pokemon <laughs> but yeah, why didn't you get it though? If you um, were so about. the the main thing I wanted to see was uh, when we were talking about it, it had to do with a controller. It had to do with like that kind of a thing, and I wanted to see it in person. Right. I wanted to see whatever it was that I was going to be buying or what I had to use to play this thing in a cloud service in person. Right. I didn't have time to go to a Microsoft store, which I'm going to assume has to have had the controller or something there. Right. But Best Buy didn't, Targets didn't, places didn't have them, so I couldn't look at whatever the controller or whatever thing you were supposed to get. Because you're supposed to just do it online. Yeah. And it, with that, for for me, it's like no. <laughs> I, you know what? I've got this shiny new Pokemon game, and yeah. I don't have time anyway. I guess you know, yeah. and it, not enough until I can see what I'm getting into. Right. And, and even the people who did pre-order it, uh, they, a lot of them didn't even get their access code for it the day it launched. Some right. of them didn't get it until two days afterwards. Right. So if you owned a Chromecast already and you didn't buy the Founders Edition, you just just Oh, you didn't buy the pack that came with a Chromecast and a controller. If you just bought the controller, uh, when it released, you couldn't play yep. because the firmware wasn't ready for the Chromecast yet. Huh. So you could have bought it and then day one not been able to play it. Right. I would have went insane. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, and that's the other thing. It's like, oh, that's that's just another hurdle that you guys are giving yourselves for something that is already – you already have 10 hurdles stacked on one another. You don't yeah. need to add another one of them on top of that. So, you know, well, I hope it does well. I really do. I really do. Because this is a an exciting mm-hmm. 
new th- new it's, prospects. It's the future. Yes. I think that's where it's going. Yeah. Like everything's going to be in the cloud. This is just a company that's doing it first. Yeah. I mean, in a, in a big way, the way they are. So hats yeah. off to them. Yeah. Um, but uh, it'll, it'll yeah, they have to have a rough start in order for the technology to progress. I, it wasn't oh, yeah. Xbox Live like that as well when that first launched. It was it was very ahead of its time for what they wanted to do mm-hmm. with it, but ultimately it wound up being something that worked out great. It was the better of all the multiplayer things there was, at, yeah. like it not was the, but not at first. No, and and you could download those games. It's yeah. like you could put those on your system, mm-hmm. whereas that's not an option with Mm-mm. this. Nope, nope, not at all. So uh, then moving on, we had uh, Shenmue Three also released this week, Woo. which. Hey. Did anybody play Shenmue 1 or 2 here? No. Um, I played 1. Okay. Um, and I never got to 2. I always meant to, but I just never did. So I don't Shenmue think I played 1. I think I played 2. Yeah, you probably did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. Shenmue meant 2. Yeah. Sure. Like like <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, had the whole, whole Kickstarter going for it and mm-hmm. everything. So I'm just glad it finally released another one of those games that got Kickstarted and released. So By the them. fans, for the fans. That's right. So I now hear it's very, very, very Shenmue. <laughs> so what you all wanted, yep. for better or for worse. <laughs> exactly. So you know, good, good for Shenmue and its fans. That's right. And then another game that people have been waiting a really long time for is uh, is is Half Life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people were like, "Oh, sweet! Uh, they they announced a new Half Life game." And I was like, "Oh my God! They're actually going to do it. They're going to do three. <laughs> no. Nope. What were, you, what were you thinking? I don't know. It's Valve." <laughs> No, but they never, they don't do anything with a three yeah. in the title. Uh, so, so Half Life Alex uh-huh. is going to take place between Half Life One and Two. Okay, and it's about the uh, the really awesome chick that yeah. you meet in Half Life Two, right. who's doing the resistance and everything. It's a, it's her story, and it's not just her story. It's going to be your story because it's in VR only. Oh, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Gosh. So usually I'm kind of uh, skeptical when it comes to VR, but if 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 the valve's on it. The, the portal people that could be fun <laughs> oh yeah oh and it, it's it's really cool especially the uh the screenshots i've seen although kind of weird because you see your hands but they're disembodied hands kind of like oh, Raymond. right <laughs> so you have these extremely right. ultra detailed hands that with no arms so <laughs> like i get the technical limitations yeah. for that but it's still just really weird to see just in screenshots i'm sure as you're wearing a vr headset and everything and you're immersed in it you're like oh this is fine <laughs> So, yeah, that's which is it's like, haha, Half-Life game. You're welcome, everyone, but not. Three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think that's supposed to release, I think, March of 2020. OK, so good luck to them. Uh, and then isn't March when yeah, everything, uh, everything yeah. Final Fantasy, everything, everything, everything. Uh, Neo 2. Neo, you, know, oh. it's you mean Animal Crossing? Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing. I, I actually am just out. talking about Animal Crossing. But, uh, but, um, but you know Crossing? what? Last of Us 2, no? That's going to be in February. February. I know. I think they got pushed, back. Got pushed back. Yeah. They, I don't know if it was March, though. I think it got pushed back. I think it to got May. to May. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but even then, none of those are in VR. So, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> There's I'm a market. I don't feel like Animal Crossing is, so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's just going to be our entire reality. Yeah. It's yeah. just going to be in your life. <laughs> I won't need VR. I have Animal Crossing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then um, also, we uh, X, XO19 happened. Uh, which is the Microsoft conference for for Xbox games and everything. Uh, so, Mandy, you have some of the news from that, right? Yeah, we get some the fun new um, reveals. Is Obsidian revealed one of their new games called Grounded? It's like um, if Honey I Shrunk the Kids was a video game. Uh, it looks it looks super fun. I want to be Rick Moranis. <laughs> I don't think that's an option. Boo. I, I think you're one of the kids. Boo. <laughs> uh, don't nod. The the makers of Life is Strange revealed their new game, which is Tell Me Why. 
Uh, same art style, new characters. And the most expected title for a game from Don't Nod. <laughs> Tell me why. <laughs> uh, sea of Thieves has some new uh, DLC uh, that's specifically for our research assistant, AJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Mortal Kombat got some DLC. They got, um, oh, Spawn? now I've forgotten her, her name. Uh, the Syndra? other lady in purple. Syndra, yes. Yes. Nice. I was like, not Melina. Syndra uh, is now available. For She's her. the That's mom. Great. And then also during that, they announced that uh, they're going to be adding a lot more games to game to the Games Pass service. Uh, so I think they're going to be adding, I think, about 13, uh, I think 15 Final Fantasy games to Ooh. it. Like pretty much all of them they're going to add to the service, uh, as well as a, a multitude of other games. So those are all going to be coming out of the next, I think, couple of months before the that's, end of the year. That's big. <laughs> like yeah. everything but the MMOs? Yeah. Like uh, anything with the MMOs? It's possible the MMO is going to be added to it. I don't know if you still have to pay for a subscription. I think oh, you're going to have to pay for right. the subscription. Yeah. But the actual base game and everything is going to be included for it. Microsoft looked at Disney and was like, oh, so you just buy the whole franchise? And then everybody <laughs> that likes it will give you money. Done. You got it. <laughs> okay. Hit them right in their nostalgia. Right. <laughs> um, and then uh, Pokemon has been officially the highest selling game on Switch. Pokemon. Got it. Be- beat out Zelda. Beat out Mario. Yeah. yeah. Ever? I think so. Already? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Breath of the Wild? Yes. Really? Yes. Huh. Yes. They had you a know lot what? of hype. It, had a it, lot of hype. Wow. It and the also, fact that the whole game leaked. And just two games. It's just, I was about, <laughs> I was about say, to say. It's yeah. two games, and they did just put out cheaper Switches. Yes. Uh, so in reality, it's cheaper to play this game if you wanted to play, and if you know somebody else who wants to play, because if you want to play and get them all, you have to have both. Yeah. Yep. And a lot of people have bought both of them to play both yep. of them, like yep. Christian. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. if Lucy wow. wasn't playing, would you have still bought both of them? Well, Lucy's not playing the other one. My friends play. Oh, your friends play. If you That's didn't right. have somebody else, though, that would, would have played the other one. You were I still buying I'm, both, I right? I think I might have just paid. I'm very cheap. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. They would have got me for both of them. I yeah. would have found someone with shield them, and I would have traded them a, a far fetched for a ponita. You're yeah. far stronger than I am. <laughs> and then, um, speaking of Pokemon, uh, a Pokemon player by the name of Calvix beat Pokemon Sword and Shield with just a Wooloo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Just a Wulu, just a Wulu, like, and not nothing evolved. else. Like he 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 had his his starter Pokemon, and until and he used that until he got his Wulu, and as soon as he got the Wulu, that's all he used the rest of the game. <laughs> and then I know, I know there's one portion where you have to battle with two Pokemon. Uh, the other Pokemon, uh, I forget what it was. It was like a level one something, and he just didn't use it. For, for those of you who haven't seen Pokemon yet, the Wulu is just a sheep. So yes. he beat the entire video game with just him and a sheep. A sheep that rolls like a ball. I yep. was really excited to get one of them, and then I used it once, and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Not Joe, my style. You no, just no, didn't no. know you could have beat the entire game with That's that. That's what Sobble's tears are for. <laughs> and then also, speaking of Wulu, uh, another uh, streamer, uh, he was, he put a challenge to himself. He's like, oh, in I'm going to catch a shiny Wooloo. That's going to be my goal in this game. And I'm going to catch it in two days. And if oh. I don't catch it in two days, I will give, uh, I will give away 1,000 subscriptions to my, uh, to my channel. Um, and so as he started it, he was very, very happy. He's like, I'm going to get this done in no time. Uh, the first day he played for seven hours, nothing. <laughs> He's like, that's okay. Tomorrow's a brand new day. The shiny is a black sheep. <laughs> the next day comes, and he's like, all right, cool. Here it comes. It's going to be It's going to be today. It was not that day either. Oh. He played that game for 15 hours and didn't get a shiny. All he was doing was trying to get a shiny Wooloo. Didn't happen. So he ended up gifting his, his channel a 1,000 subs. Oh. Oh. I mean, this guy has like... 
he does very well in Twitch. Okay, so he's, he's, <laughs> he's fine. And, and the thing is, is that he's as even though he is giving away a thousand subs, which is five thousand uh, dollars, he also gets back three fifty of each one of those. So oh, in reality, okay. yeah, I mean it's a thousand. You know, it's fifteen hundred dollars, but like, whatever. <laughs> I, it does the, do we do any of us know if the chaining mechanism for getting shinies works in this game as well? It does. Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. From yeah. Let's Go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it still works. It's the same. Apparently, it's the same mechanism that's been through every one of the games. I just didn't know statistically how well that that series of thirty and then the one. Oh and yeah, and then the sixty and then the two. Mm-hmm. I was very very surprised. That's actually how it's been throughout yeah. all of them. Yeah, chaining works in this, and there's actually also two shinies in this game. So you have your regular shiny, oh. and then you have a, a what they're calling diamond shinies, where there's uh, little little diamonds. I'm sorry, it's a square shiny, uh, but little diamonds will appear around them. And, and so that'll be their shininess as on top of being shiny. What? So <laughs> This is madness. So if you're using the chain method, um, 15 out of this, it's like uh, 15 sixteenths of that will be uh, a diamond shiny and only one of them will be a regular shiny. But if you're doing, if you're just happening upon a regular shiny, uh, only one out of 16 chances is it going to be a diamond shiny and the rest of them are going to be a regular shiny. So there's also a method to get specific shinies. Wow. So there, every single per, every single one of them has two different shinies. I just catch the cute ones. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am with you. The turtle has a Bowser color scheme. Aww. He's orange and green. I yeah. might need that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that's uh that would be that'll be it for our, for our news this week. You know, Brian. Yeah. What's I up? was uh, playing Pokemon earlier today. I was making some sweet curry. Ooh. I put in some oron berries, got some of that bread, was mixing it over, fanned the flame. And then as they tasted it, horror oh, to no. the faces of my Pokemon. They were like, this is horrendous. Why are you <laughs> feeding this to me? They just, they hated every part of my curry. Mm-hmm. And like, you know who would like this? Ghastly. And I was like, don't, don't be hurtful. <laughs> so I think I'm just missing like an ingredient that probably would have gone into the curry that would, would have made it taste like really really good i don't yeah, i don't yeah. know exactly what that what that ingredient would have been i think when you're stirring it if, yeah. it, if too much is popping out yeah. you're doing it wrong well well like what ingredient do i need something zesty well they said that ghastly would like it so i'm assuming just take out the beans because i mean that's that's that's, that's oh. something wrong already well, what, what i do those. i've never i've gotten the bad reaction once when i just pressed random berries right but then when i started reading the descriptions but, but it's not about how i'm doing it it's the ingredient that's that what i'm, I'm saying so, so like, if you what, read what the ingredients some of them might say like oh this goes really well with like spiciness this goes really well with this right, wait, but, but but what kind of do ingredient you, do i need like do, do i need something like zesty do i need something that's savory um like tender Mm, something kind of tender, like 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 salty, salty. Yes, okay. like coming. It's like just kind of full of flavor, full, full of, flavor. of flavor. Oh, like tasty. Something tasty is what oh. I need. I need something tasty, but but what can be tasty? Uh, a ooh. berry, <laughs> maybe it could be a berry, but I think I think it's something more communicative. Like you have to communicate to your, uh, you know, do, do you Pokemon. know what it could be, Christian? What is it? The tasty talk. <laughs> Close. <laughs> but, Wait, but I think so. I, the think, tasty... I think talking, but I think you need uh, something about tasty it. topic. <gasps> oh, oh! Ooh! Ooh! Like a, tasty topic, yummy. Sorry about that. Your segues are weird. You were so genuinely answering that. You were. That was wonderful. All the rest of us are like, oh no, oh no. 
so I believe, Manda, you have our tasty toffee this week, correct? I, I do. I do. Uh, uh, this is this is Joe's suggestion that we kind of ran with. Is uh, we, we we wanted to talk about uh, games that you play with your friends, uh, specifically games that you play with games that you play with your friends when they're over at your house, okay. and games that you play with your friend when they're over at your house and they don't hate you afterwards. <laughs> so that's a very fine balance. <laughs> so we wanted to call this sofa games. So what's a good game to play like with your friend next to you with two controllers? Nice, nice. Um, I don't know. What about you, Amanda? Do you have one that you have? I do, I do. Uh, we um, we lived in an apartment with a bunch of folks a little while ago, and one of our uh, apartment favorites was Trine. Actually, yeah, um, that's a good in, one. Yeah, it's 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 cool. In Trine, you play as three characters. Uh, the 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 general trifecta. There's a warrior and a mage and a thief, mm-hmm. um, and all of them have different abilities. And then you have to get through a platforming level. Um, but you can kind of swap between characters. If you play by yourself, you can play as all three. Okay. But if you play with another person. Sometimes you can beat the puzzles in a different way. Oh, okay. So, um, like, the wizard can conjure different, like, boxes. So he can build, like, there were times where I had to, like, build a ramp and then Tro would have to run up it and pull something and then I'd have to run underneath it. Um, and it was funny because it was all about timing. So it was just, like, <laughs> you frequently trying to do something and then the other person would die. <laughs> or, or you'd, like, let go too soon and then they would fall and you'd be like, oh, sorry, man, this is my fault. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. It was very funny. Um, nice. Uh, and and we didn't. We're still married, so we played that Actual. whole game. That's a that's a testament right there. <laughs> uh, for me, it'd have to be uh, like the Jackbox uh, party games. Oh. Um, legendary! Those ones are just ph- phenomenal. Every single time a new one comes out, I always grab it. Um, and whenever I have we have friends over, it's one of those. All right, let's let's pull this up. Do you guys want to play some Fibbage? Do you guys want to play? When Fibbage first came out, mm-hmm. and we all were hooking up to this game oh with our gosh. phones, yeah. it was pure magic. Oh yeah, around like it was. There was electricity in the air with that first Jackbox. What, what's your favorite Jackbox game? Oh, the, my favorite one is the um, is the murder one. Oh um, yeah, I forget oh, what that one's yeah. exactly called, but it's got like one of the best announcer voices or you know narrator <laughs> voices um the 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 stupid things that you can come or that 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 it just happens in it like all the trivia and then like all the punishments that happen that, yeah. are, are are just crazy <laughs> that's definitely my favorite one i think it's just called trivia murder party there we go yeah <laughs> very on point with what it is <laughs> oh it is it is and it's whoever survives there's only there can only be one survivor so it better be you <laughs> right on yeah uh how about you uh as a kid it was nba hang time me and my friend uh brian would play that all the time and a bunch of other games uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, wrestling games, WrestleMania, and all that. So I feel like a couch co-op was a lot easier back then when that's all you could do. Yeah. <laughs> so most of my memories when it comes to playing on the sofa with friends come from that era. Gotcha. But more recently, uh, Towerfall Ascension is a game that I really got into. Um, it's a game where you can be competitive and cooperative at the same time, and it never feels like... Even when you are being uh, competitive with each other and you lose, you never feel like... Um, you got one over on somebody in a way that wasn't fair. It always felt very fair. If mm-hmm. you lost, you knew exactly why. And uh, if you worked together, you knew exactly why. It just was a very simple game of just shooting and platforming and and puzzle-based, uh, environmental puzzle-based stuff. Towerfall Ascension, brilliant game. Nice, yeah. nice. Do you have one, Christian? Um, 
I never hate people when I'm playing Mario Party. Oh, but I, I haven't mean, played Mario Party in a long time. Everybody what? else hates you. Yeah, what kind of <laughs> Mario Party are you playing? Uh, mm, yeah. <laughs> well, you must I, be losing I was thinking, all the time. I was thinking in my head like Mario Kart. After a few matches, someone quits. Right. Smash Bros. I I have a I have a vein in my temple that starts pulsing after a while. <laughs> um, but I'm really good with Kirby. Yeah, so, you are. Yeah. Although I remember you and uh and and Lucy play mm-hmm. Overcooked a bunch, right? Just that one day. Just that one day. <laughs> wow. Well, that one day was magical. It's there. It's there. Which which Mario Party is your favorite? The first one. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. classic. Yeah. yeah. Nice, 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 nice. I, right. I did play a lot of that with my brothers, and I can't say we didn't hate each other afterwards. But there was the, if if I had to pick the funnest game. Uh, to play, where someone inevitably gets uh, uh, emotionally damaged. I would say it was Mario Party. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it also helps that you guys hated each other beforehand. So, oh, I mean, right, you know. right. We have a very competitive family. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Joe, how about you? I would have to say I, I really loved the Nintendo Park stuff from the Wii U. Like, Overcooked is a strong competitor for me, like, as the my favorite party game with friends on the couch. But I, nothing will beat the Luigi Mansion where one of your friends has the, the main controller and they're the ghost. And everyone oh else gosh. is holding a Wiimote and it's a flashlight. And you're all having to talk to one another to try and get away from your friend that's the ghost. <laughs> and you can, you can always tell because it's like the person giggling the most. You know, like, like, and your friend's like, I feel something behind me. I feel something behind me. Like everyone's freaking out and you have to turn around real fast, hit the flashlight. It, it was such a fun team game yeah. that it didn't matter if you were winning or losing because yeah. all the weird quotes and random things we were saying to each other to try and tell one another, I think I feel something. My controller's vibrating. My controller's vibrating. It's right near me. It's near me. Someone come and help me. Someone come and help me. And if you were on the other end of the screen, I mean, yeah. it's too late for you my friend yeah. that ghost got you there's something unique and 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 awesome about live gaming with people yeah. next to you it's yeah. amazing I, and i do think overcooked actually brings much of the same flavor to, <laughs> to <my game. laughs> yeah, yeah like it. it's like a nice stew with simmons <laughs> but it, i do feel like overcooked has the same kind of fun because you have to talk to one another and the random crap you say <laughs> to like convey that you are doing something before somebody else runs over there and doesn't throw chop the, the thing. tomato throw, <gasps> chuck it chuck it just chuck. run across the thing it's yeah. stop running brian stop running <laughs> why hasn't anyone done the dishes yeah. overcooked is this most magical when there's four people playing because oh, when yeah. it's just the oh, two, it's like, I mean, two is great. Like, I, I love having the two, but it's very easy to understand each other. Like, oh, yeah, just throw me this. You know, you throw me that. It's fine. But when there's four of you, it's like, all right, uh, I need a tomato. And then either everybody <laughs> throw, gives you a tomato or nobody gives you a tomato because <laughs> they all assume everybody else has. So it's just the the best and the terrible communication. Or, or when there's not enough room for all of you. So it's just you <laughs> running into each other constantly. It's just like, sorry, uh, no, sorry. I just, uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> I would crash into my wife so many times, knocking her off the board. <laughs> I'd have a whole plate of fish and chips and football. Zoom. Sorry. Brian, Sorry, babe. Do you, do you know what that's like, Brian? Um, I don't know if you know what that's like. Listen, in every single game, there has to be somebody who just, you know, you can't just be like one of those people that just dances left and right trying to get past one another. Someone just has to go. And that's with just going to be me. the burrito board. You can't mess with it. There's too many steps to the burritos, man. Someone's just got to go, Joe. Hey, it was me. That burrito's not going to go. make itself. I know. You kept running into me. It was terrible. Delivery's got to be made. <laughs> I was the one with the food. 
around. Well, you should have been faster. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, I, I like that topic. That's that's yeah. a fun fun little topic there. Uh, and then now that brings us to our dragon of the week. Do 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 do. It's the dragon of the week. It'll make you shriek. It's the dragon of the week. He's from Game Freaks. Dragon of the week. Dragon of the week. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> Wait, that's the first time you did that? Yeah, well, yeah. that line. <laughs> change it up. Change it yeah, up. Yeah. Same melody, different lines. Yeah. Uh, Dragon of the Week is our chance to uh, shine a little love on the industry professionals that make the games that we love to talk about. And we talk about them. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. uh, so who's our Dragon of the Week this week, Troy? All right. My Dragon of the Week is super on point. Uh, it's going to be the creator of freaking Pokemon itself, Satoshi Tajiri. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, Satoshi is currently the executive producer of Game Freaks, the developer of Pokemon. Uh, but he didn't start that way. Would you believe it? Yeah. He no. didn't just like come out being like, I'm going to make a Pikachu. Here we go. <laughs> um, he grew up in the suburban town of Machida in Tokyo in the late 60s. And uh, when he was his kid, his main hobby was, wait for it. I'm waiting. Insect collecting. <laughs> 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 he was that kid in the neighborhood. <laughs> Uh, which makes sense. Oh, yeah. He was the insect collector, so much so that uh, the other kids in the neighborhood would call him Dr. Bug <laughs> or or uh, Bug Professor <laughs> as like a nickname. Oh, yeah, I see, so I see. He kind of grew up uh, just being that kid who collected these little these little tiny monsters. He was <laughs> Professor Oak. <laughs> he, he's both. He's both of them. Um, so as he grew up, Tokyo moderni- modernized and um, a lot of the streets got paved and things like that. So he noticed how uh, with all of the advancement, uh, a lot of the bugs and critters were naturally going away because it was you know less forests and stuff. Um, so then as a teenager, when he grew up, he got deeply into arcades. And since he didn't have a lot of money, yeah, he reasoned with himself. That he's like, man, I'm just going to have to get good at these games so that I don't spend money to have to continue dump into them. So he became a whiz. He was known in the arcade scene as the storm of the arcades. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, from bugs. <laughs> <laughs> he upgraded in, uh, in nicknames there. Um, so his love for gaming went so deep that uh, when he got a Famicom, he actually uh, took it apart just to see how it would work. It's probably upset his family. Um, <laughs> but it went a little far because he would actually routinely cut classes to go to arcades and whatnot. And uh, actually had to, like, make up classes in order to just graduate high school. Like, he didn't have enough credits. Huh. So uh, he got through high school, and his dad was like, hey, you should quit this video game life and go work for the electric company. So he's like, no, nah, dad, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to university. And instead, he enrolled in a technical college and got his uh, degree in electronics and computer science. So let's fast forward way, 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 way forward. Um, he was so good at these arcades that he decided to start writing in, in a, for a magazine to teach people how to, how to get good like he was. Um, and this magazine was called Game Freak. And it was just a fan magazine made for him to just, you know, write guides on games and also give people Easter eggs. Oh, I hear if you press this combination of buttons in this arcade game, uh, screen, this will happen. You know, you'll get this power up. So he was just bringing it to the people. And it was so low quality. And I mean that in a good way. They were all handwritten. Wow. And then they were printed and then stapled together <laughs> by him and his people and then handed out and brought to, to places. Um, it was a really, you know, grassroots uh, magazine until um, Xevious came out, which is an old uh, fighting game. 
And he loves Zevius so much, he dedicated, dedicated the entire um, issue to Zevius. And all of a sudden, his magazine was off the charts. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone was listening. Everyone was buying it. Everyone was getting into it. It became a pretty a pretty big hit. They had to buy two staplers. Wow. <laughs> so many staplers. Wow. <laughs> so, by working at this game magazine, he was starting to notice something about games at the time in the 80s. And he started noticing that... Uh, a lot of games are really bad. Yeah. <laughs> or as he put it, lacking quality. <laughs> and he looked to his team and was like, uh, hey, how are we, they're, they're, these games aren't that great. What should we do to make them better? And they were like, make we our make own. Them. <laughs> <laughs> we make them. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, after he had that, yeah, so so after that, um, they decided to turn their game, uh, their magazine Game Freaks, into a developing company called Game Freaks that would focus on the Famicom, the, the NES. Um, and then a year later in 1990, um, the Game Boy was out and he saw that the Game Boy had the ability to communicate to other Game Boys via the, uh, the link cable. And they did this so that you could like play against your friends with either high scores or Tetris or whatever. Maybe you could verse your friends, mm-hmm. but he saw that link. And when he actually like looked at it in action and saw the link going between the, um, the Game Boys, oh. he actually imagined seeing, you know, since he's called Dr. Bug, he saw bugs crawling back and forth on the actual line to the uh, the Game Boys. And in that moment that he, that he like, imagined this, it, like, clicked. He was like, I know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> he was infuriated by the Dragon Quest games because he would find, like, a rare drop of, like, a madcap or something like that. And then he talked to his friend. Uh, who had gotten that, who like got like two of those. And he's like, I haven't even found one in my game yet. How is this possible that you have two of these rare things in your game and I haven't found one? And he was so upset by that, that the idea of the bugs crawling back and also the idea of like, oh, if I make something, maybe someone will give me that madcap that I want for Dragon <laughs> Quest. <laughs> so he like combined these ideas and it pioneered the, that was the conception of Pokemon. Nice. Um, he pitched the idea to Nintendo, calling uh, his new game Capsule Monster. And they were like, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know what. You want to trade things? And it's like, you're not killing the monsters. They're just fainting. They're what? They were like, I don't get it. But you know what? They're like, you know, F it. You're a cool dude. Explore the idea. But how about you explore the idea with this guy? And in walked not only, not the, the one, the only, Shigeru Miyamoto. Aww. Yeah. They were like, this guy, he's pretty popular. <laughs> this is the creator of Mario. They were like, yeah, he knows a thing about games. Um, Miyamoto then mentored Tajiri um, uh, in the making of, uh, of Pokemon, of how to make it a game. Um, and then he worked for Nintendo making spinoffs to Mario franchises. But six years went by of developing uh, Pokemon. And their company, Game Freaks, almost went bankrupt. Uh, Tajiri uh, uh, forwent his salary, gave up his salary, um, sold a third of their company to another company called Creature Inc. Lucky company. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, until finally they finished uh, Pokemon Red. And in Japan, it was Pokemon Red and Green. Uh, they finished it. And uh, the rest is it. Pokemon, Pokemon history. It oh, went yeah. off to become a huge smash. Um, at that time, the Game Boy was kind of waning in favor because it had been out for a while, and Nintendo 64 was out. And so a lot of people thought Game Boys were like for kids or that Game Boys were just, they weren't as popular. So he kind of saw that um, when his game came out, it was doing okay, but he was like, I need to push to mm-hmm. get this get this game forward. 
Uh, and that's where he decided to reach out to manga, manga writers and to anime to actually make a TV series and the collecting game and all these things was a way for people to be like, oh, maybe I will go back to the Game Boy <laughs> because he was afraid they wouldn't. I mean, he, he knows marking. First, first, first game that he made before Pokemon, which was in, was a mild success. It was called Quenty. He went. He drove across America in a used car promoting his game. The entire country just promoting his game. So this guy knows how to market his stuff. And wow. he obviously know how to do that with Pokemon because he created like three more franchises out of it. <laughs> well, I I just remember I was I was in middle school when Pokemon came out, and it yeah. was it was everything. It was everything and everywhere. We had trading cards, we had lunch boxes. Like I woke up early to watch it on TV. Right. Like uh, I had pencil cases and a race. It was just like everything everywhere. You were surrounded by. They had a whole toy aisle. Yeah. It was. That was him being like, "Play the Game Boy, please." <laughs> <laughs> and we did. Yeah. 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 And it worked. Uh, one of his developers, as a as a sick joke for the rest of them, put in a Pokemon uh, called Mew, <laughs> which you may remember, uh, and hid it in the code as just, as just like a a, a practical uh, prank mm-hmm. on uh, the developers. And then some people went in and saw there was this extra Pokemon that that is hidden in there, and it became a thing. And that's actually what saved Pokemon to a larger degree is people started hearing about the secret thing that you can't get, and it was a low growl. People went and like just started buying the game to try and find it themselves and it created the hype that became the game how many people do you think like tried opening up the actual cartridge like it's gotta <laughs> it's be a, in here it's gotta be in, it's here. Gotta be in <laughs> here it's somewhere um since then he's he went on to direct gold and silver and after that uh just became more of a manger- managerial position for the rest of the games and has been an executive producer with every pokemon game that's been out mm-hmm. and things related to it he was also an executive producer for uh detective pikachu Oh, yeah. um, so he's still out there kind of doing his thing, but just kind of from a hands-off, hey, have fun, do your thing. He loved Pokemon Go when that came out. Aww. He was like, this is what it's about. When he first created Pokemon, <laughs> he was trying to convince people that games are not just for kids and that it is a, a culture that is for everybody. And so Pokemon Go was kind of like the like the full, full realization of like his dream come to life. People in the real world getting exercise and looking for things like he did as a kid in the forest, you know, so. Yeah. It's not made for kids. It's made for kids to grow up and then play it because they remember playing it as kids. Right. <laughs> I, I do think that's something that Pokemon does really well is like, I remember as a kid, I felt like I played the whole game and I enjoyed every bit of it and I played all of it. But now going back and as an adult, there are systems in the game that you couldn't understand when you were a kid. Oh, no. And they, they're still engaging even as an adult playing it. It's not. I mean, right. I'll go back and play a kid's game just for the enjoyment of it. But this doesn't feel like that. So it didn't feel like a kid's game playing as an adult, and it didn't feel like an adult's game playing as a kid. They find, like, a nice balance. Oh, of course, yeah, especially because, like, the hidden IVs that they put in, I think, beginning with, like, the second game. Like, all of those things that are just... You have to, like, really realize what's going on in order to realize, man, why is this thing not hitting as hard as it normally should? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, because there's, there's a hidden mechanic here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, so uh, that's him. Uh, last little fun fact in the, the original anime, the Japanese version of the anime, uh, Ash Kashim is actually Satoshi. That's his name is, is actually of him. And then uh, his opponent is uh, Shigeru off of Miyamoto. <laughs> <laughs> As like the rival to like, make you better because that's, that's how we felt about, uh, about Miyamoto. So oh, that was pretty cool. That's awesome. That's yeah. Awesome. Good, on, good on him making pocket monsters for us. <laughs> that's right. And then uh, what was his name again? Uh, Satoshi Tajiri. Nice. Very nice. Good dragon there this week. And, you know, good on him for creating, you know, my childhood. (laughs) 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 You know, thank Uh, you for that, sir. (laughs) That was my cake in kindergarten. 
Uh, which God. one? The, it was a it was a, a big cake. I yeah. invited the whole class. No one showed up. But there was like a Blastoise on like the ocean. There was a oh Charizard gosh. on a volcano. It's a really cool cake. One kid came. Okay, dude. Okay, so we may like more cake for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we oh. may need to have you back for another episode because I still want to pick your brain about earlier Pokemon's, about the the National Index, about all these Pokemon related things. So just saying, just saying. Yeah, well, if, well, if your well, calendar is good. We may have you back. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a Pokemon-themed episode one of these days. Yeah, we're yeah. just Pokemon. We are, we're, it's going to be like Destiny of Pokemon. Oh, boy. <laughs> Brian has learned tearful eye. I have. Uh. <laughs> it's a sable move from Pokemon. It is a sable uh, move. Uh. Yeah. I'll take it your word on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that unfortunately brings us to the end of this episode. As always, we record live upstairs inside of Tate's Comics, powered by our friends or 2000 Brigade. That's right. They just had a show. Heard it did pretty well. All right. <laughs> and um, yeah, we can also find us online. That's right. Check us out. Continue the conversation here at Taste of Podcast on Twitter at Taste of Dragons and also on Instagram at Taste of Dragons as well, where we do a lot of fun contents, ranking video game dragons to looking back in history to tasting it to the streets where we That's get right. out there into the real world, uh, asking questions about video games and spreading the joy of it. That's right. And what was this week's um, uh, look back in history? So this week in gaming history brought us none other than World of Warcraft released November 23rd, 2004. And Christian, I think you were the main <laughs> uh, offender of this wow. I, I started when the first expansion came out, so 2006. Okay, okay. okay. All right. But you definitely logged in some time. <laughs> Too much. Like. <laughs> yeah. Check out uh, Instagram to see how much. <laughs> That's right. Now, how much I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. I'm Joe. And our special guest... Is Christian. <laughs> Are you questioning your own name? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Have a great week, everyone. Well, bye. 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 You said taste of podcasts. Oh, did I? What? <laughs> <laughs>